I'm Toby M. Schreier, an artist and printmaker. I'm Corinne Cunningham, a writer. As siblings growing up together in Seacoast, New England, and now from opposite sides of the Atlantic, we've listened to and supported each other through the ups and downs of our artistic endeavors. We thought you might like to listen in to our conversations about creativity and process. And so we've created this podcast, Ink from the Embers, our musings on the roots and growth of creativity. We hope you enjoy listening in. Hello, everybody. Toby here. This is an odd episode you're about to listen to. We started off talking about community, but really quickly it becomes apparent that I in particular have a lot of open wounds and a lot of difficulties with community. So this episode gets pretty meta where we have a conversation, then we talk about that conversation, and then we talk about talking about that conversation. So it's very raw. I didn't edit it very much because a lot of the content is scattered, but all relates to itself. So removing any part of it takes away from the conversation or the ideas as a whole. So strap in. It's a long episode, but we both feel that it's a valuable one and it's kind of a vulnerable episode so i'm really looking forward to to sharing that with you guys and to hearing about your own experiences with community be they really positive and reinforcing or if you've also struggled with community that's would be very interested to hear so enjoy thank you for listening In the last two episodes, we have talked about creation and as it relates to solitude or solitude as it relates to creation, partnerships and creation. And now we're going to start talking about community and creativity. Yes, we are. Yeah. So did you have a particular jumping off point or a start about community? Not as such. I think, um, you know, I have, I have several thoughts to get into. I don't know that any of our, our great jumping off points, maybe, maybe, maybe a good point would be, um, how do you feel like you use community or how does community, does community serve you in any way, um, in your artist life, Toby? Yes. So it's interesting that like the last couple of times we've recorded the day previous, I've gone out for a walk with my wife and had a really interesting conversation <laughs> about what we're going to record. Nice. Um, so that's kind of an interesting starting off point mm-hmm. for me with community as support and community as validation mm-hmm. in a way. Um, not to be misconstrued with partnership. Not to be misconstrued with partnership. So how correct. maybe we should start defining what do we think of what what are we talking about when we talk about community? So community is kind of more than two in a way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I could see like a partnership of three, a, a close, a very close working relationship. And I think that's because a community is a relationship, but it's much looser. It's a larger group. Mm-hmm. It is a group of people that come together for kind of around some central t- 
topic, be that mm-hmm. where they live, be that geographical, be that a creative community, um, be that, you know, a prayer circle, a reading group. That community is people with a shared interest and a shared constructive path together. That's loosely said. Yeah, that sounds good. And within that, there can be individual connections, you know, Correct. you know, if you look at your creative community or your support community, your wife is a part of that support Correct. community. And so, yeah, so partnerships can happen within. Correct. Yeah. But yeah, that's because we had the conversation about, you know, what is our community? Mm-hmm. And that idea of many overlapping communities because, you know, we're part of the nature conservation community and that is a tight knit community, Mm -hmm. but we are also, you know, part of, you know, Adrian has this, a nature connected wilderness school community. There's not a lot of overlap between the nature conservation and that nature connectedness community, Mm -hmm. but they're both part of our community, even though they don't overlap with each other. Or my community of a few artists. That's not related at all, but still, that's our community. So that idea of a universal community, mm-hmm. for me, was kind of... A lot of people talk about community as one thing. And for me, community is always fragmented in a way. Hmm. Around passions, interests, paths that people walk together. Mm-hmm. That's a good thing for community for me. Community is a path that people walk together. I like that. It it sounds poetic. I'm I'm not sure how I feel about it right now. That's off the top of my head. Yeah. No, I like that, especially as a jumping off point. Um, Yeah, I think especially if I remember being in high school and having friends who were parts of different groups. And being a part of different groups and always feeling kind of fragmented because I knew a lot of people. They all didn't know each other. And that happened in college as well. That happened after. Like, I know a lot of people. I don't have necessarily, aside from my writing and creative community that I've kind of created over time through yeah. blogging and Instagram and all of that, Um most of the time I've known like one person in like my community is made up of people who don't know each other necessarily on a personal yeah. level. Um, maybe because that's rooted in um, me not liking being in group situations. <laughs> You're similar very to that. Similar. <laughs> we are very similar there. Yeah. But, uh, it's, I often with, Whenever community comes up, I get Venn diagrams, the overlapping mm-hmm. circle diagrams. Mm-hmm. I usually feel like I'm in that little point, that little very small area where so many circles overlap. Yeah. Where it's not the biggest part of anything, but it touches up on many, many different areas and connections. And that's, I mean, part of that is, you know, both of us have many different interests. Uh-huh. So there is no all-consuming part of life. Yeah. Where that can all be concentrated into one area of interest, one path, or one community. It's the, yeah, I 
I happen to be very interested in the science of nature conservation of, I like learning the Latin names. I like figuring out this. I read scientific papers and literature, mm-hmm. but I also like going out for a walk in the woods and just sitting in a sit spot and seeing what I observe. So I am in both of those, that scientific area, that nature connectedness. And then I want to draw it all mm-hmm. yeah. so that I have all those different interests and I, I like reaching outside of or one closed circle is feels closed to me. And mm-hmm. yeah, I I go wander off partly to be alone. But hey, that's also part of community. <laughs> well well I think community is also the connection with other people. So how do those connections inform and support your work? Exactly. Exactly. And it's I think that's also an interesting part for me is being a part of so many different communities or having a very diverse community is another way of looking at that. Diverse in way of interest or diverse in terms of people, do you think? Both. Yeah. I mean, having so many different influences from people's backgrounds to people's interests, Mm -hmm. having that diversity of input just in my environment does help my creativity yeah. because I do hear different opinions about one thing. I do see different viewpoints or different starting points with, okay, well, how do you connect with nature? Is it something to study, something to experience, something to worship? Okay. Nothing's wrong, nothing's right, but hearing those different ideas and having all those different discussions definitely do impact me and keep me open Mm -hmm. and give me different ideas. So, I mean, looking at the people in my surroundings that I feel close with, and even if I am walking multiple paths at the same time, you could treat that as a community. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of, it's, it's my localized Venn diagram that my little part in the middle, that set of... Oh man, I have to stop using mathematical terms here. Um, but that no, set okay. of of everything that's overlapping, yeah, is kind of my community. Yeah, I mean, the only thing that's connecting it is the fact that it's mine, and that's unique. But having all those interests from so many different communities mm-hmm. adds up to something interesting. Yeah, so com- a community as a homogeny or a homogenous community isn't as interesting for me. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Because it's almost kind of, even if you go to a writer's group, if everybody had the same influences, background and thoughts, well, there's no point of having the writing group. That's one idea. Right. It's kind of a community is almost more informed by what's outside of the overlap. Okay. So it's like if you think about that Venn diagram of a community might be that overlapping area in the middle, but what about all those circle bits that connect to it? Right. That's what helps feed in with that overlap. Right. Right. I'm looking at that as like those are influences and not necessarily a part of the community because like when I'm looking, thinking at it with my mind, with my mind, Mm -hmm. because that's what you use, it's like community and by way of sharing acquaintances and sharing, having shared, not even interests or ideas, but shared people 
Um, Mm -hmm. And so I wonder if that is part of the fragmentation that comes up, if there are not people who you see regularly and who they see you regularly and you see the same people kind of because other, yeah, I'm getting, I'm getting kind of tied up in all the, the ideas of it because I get what you're saying and I, I appreciate what you're saying about um, the outside, you know, all your Venn diagram and, you know, how it does go outward and this idea of one community as, you know, um, there was a, um, Oh my God. I think it was, it must've been the winter soldier. No, something in the winter soldier that was just on, um, it was a Marvel series not that long ago. And the, um, Oh, the antagonists in it were this group of people who, and then, then you get into like, well, they're not really antagonists. They're idealists. This idea of one, I think it was, they were saying one world and it was like, we're all one community and we're all one this and one that. And they were trying to fight against, you know, the establishments because they were trying to keep people separated. And so when you're saying like one community, it makes me think of that in this like, radical group of people trying to break down barriers all across the world and unfortunately doing it with, with force and violence, which never ends Mm -hmm. well. But, um, but, but I wonder too, if, if there's safety in community because sometimes the world and all of its influences seem so big that in order to feel comfortable and vulnerable, you need to feel a sense of safety in the known. Yes. Um, And thinking of, and so seeing somebody come like in and out of, like I've had experiences where I've gone in and out of different communities and groups. And probably similarly to you, we have this kind of, um, and I don't say this in a boastful way. We have personalities that people want to tell things to. I think. Yes. And I think we get that from our parents. Um, because people tell things to our parents. It's just, maybe it's the idea that we can make people feel comfortable. Um, but I think that that is kind of an oddity when you don't know someone very well. You tend to yes. not want to share personal things with. So if you have a person who kind of flits in and out of groups and situations, that can make things uncomfortable as well. Um, and I think, I mean, I've been in that situation where I feel like, you know, somebody, oh, come into this to this thing and it's a new person and how do we acclimate with that? And, yeah. you know... So that's what, like, thinking about the idea of your community being all this, is there anyone else who considers your community their community as well, other than Adrian? Yeah, probably not. And that's something to consider. Like, I think that sense of shared community, if we're talking about community, I wonder if that's an important part of it for some people. I imagine so. And it's really that idea or that nourishing idea where I was coming from wasn't so much about moving in and out of different communities. It was, you know, if you 
when you have multiple people coming together regularly about their shared overlapping interest, about their shared community. Okay. So they they all have this one shared part of that Venn diagram. Right. Where they share that, and that is what brings their shared community together. Each person has areas outside of that that they bring with them. Right. Well, yeah, that's you bring your life experience with you. Exactly. Exactly. So it really wasn't about entering and leaving those different areas, I think. Okay. I think we're probably talking about the same thing, but uh, with different language somehow. No, I think I think um, I wasn't exactly picking up what you were putting down. Um, so thanks for that clarification. No um, yeah, because I was picturing what you were saying as you were part of all these different communities and um, and feeling fragmented. And that's what I was saying, maybe because... You yeah. you go in, you know, it's not a, people can't see my hands. It's, it's okay. Talking, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, because community can be used for all sorts of things, shared interests, where do you find, so you find community in your, in your nature communities. What about your art community specifically? Um, this is, for me, this is the, I don't want to say a strange area or a strange dichotomy for me. It's where I am a solitary creator. Mm -hmm. I don't have much of an artistic community around me. I've not surrounded myself with many individuals that I can call a community. I have a bunch of acquaintances. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's more, that's an individual relationship that doesn't overlap with anybody else. That's just, oh, I know Daniel. Oh, I know this person over here. Oh, I know that person over there. We talk about art, the two of us. Or it's, you know, okay, I can talk with Andy, whatever. But there's no shared circle. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is kind of a segue into a social media and online community. But... um the other week when we were prepping for, or when we were recording an episode that are people, that are our people, our community, our community, our community of listeners is mm-hmm. going to hear after this one, when we are recording the next episode, I can say things in a short fashion. When we were recording the next episode, you commented that I'd been posting a lot to social media as I was painting in a museum and your first question was like, oh man, were you feeling the need to reach out to people? Mm-hmm. And for me, that was like, that never even entered my mind about reaching out to people through social media. Mm-hmm. It's just knowing that there are people that are interested in what I'm doing and seeing what's going on. I, I knew that people would appreciate seeing that. So it's less about, I, I want what I'm doing to be seen. It's more giving people what they want. Um, this is a probing question. So do you think if people who, and I don't, I don't think this is, but I kind of want to clarify, do you think people who are posting to be, I mean, that idea of posting to what you want to be seen and you kind of clumped that with reaching out in the same as you explained it, it seemed like so a need to be 
um, I'm losing my words. Um, the way you put it just sounded very much like I'm not doing it to be seen. It's what do you say? You want to give, you want to give the people what they want. (laughs) It is because it's, so it's not for you to have, it's not, it's not for you to, um, you're doing it more of a service to other people instead of maybe yes, because including I know yourself enough, in that. In, including myself. It's like where I use social media as essentially a, a gallery light. It's like this is a place to show my work for mm-hmm. people that are interested. But I know enough individuals and I have enough individual connections of I know this person outside of social media and this is how they see what I'm, this is how they see my work. Right. And it's running into that person. It's like, oh, you're going to to the museum to paint next week. I know about this because I've talked with you. I'm looking forward to seeing what you do. Right. So you're not looking for other artists to, you're not looking for other artists to be in community with via social media. That is not my primary goal there. No, it's when I do get some interactions and I have gotten some interactions through social media where someone I don't know comments or asks a question. Those are always really fascinating to me, Mm -hmm. but then that, then it's over. That's that community is not maintained for me. Mm-hmm. Or that interaction does not feel like a community because it doesn't have that regularity to it. This isn't someone I, I meet with or interact with on a regular basis. Right. Right. And that's likely because I have a very small social media presence. Because so that I don't have that that regular interaction. Right. It also takes a lot of work. Um you know, because not saying that you you should. I'm just saying if you wanted to make that a more regular thing, even with a very small um, social media presence, people do it. It's just yeah, a matter pe- of priorities. And, right. Yeah. And that's not one of mine. Right. Right. Um, yeah, that's interesting. So because from listening to you talk, it sounds like your community, the community that serves you best is not specifically art-related. Correct, and that's but that's also a a biased um, way of looking at it from my standpoint because I don't have an artistic community that I could hold up against those or that I could be getting influenced from. Right, right. Is it something that you're looking for? Not actively, no. I mean. So I mentioned that I had signed up for a course next summer. I mean, we're, it's November now, and so I have all this excitement for a course I signed up for, a week-long course in Japanese woodcutting. Yeah. That I am looking forward to meeting other classmates, meeting the, the teacher in person. But do I – am I looking forward to or do I have that thought of, will I maintain contact with these people? Will I build that into a community or add that to a community? I don't know. I, I really don't go looking out for that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and that, I mean, it's not, as, like, that's not as important for some people. Yeah. Um, I mean, again, I think it goes back to priorities and what you're looking for. And if it's not something you're looking for, um, then it's not. Yeah. 
Whereas, I mean, I, you know, very early on, the community I found very helpful was writing and creative community when, you know, when I had small children, that was an outlet that I needed. And I poured a lot of time and energy into, um, the blogging community. And then as blogging shifted, it was the Instagram community. And there's always been that creative thread that I need to surround myself with people who are, who are creative people, um, Mm -hmm. to kind of encourage me and to keep me going. And, um, and I sought that out and worked really hard for it. And, that's, that's a different need, you know, that filled a different, I had a different need than you did and filled that. And I mean, I think it continues to, um, to support me in some really interesting ways. I'm not sure that I would still be actively, you know, pursuing creative pursuits, um, without having that and feeling like the community is there also for accountability because Mm -hmm. I have put my feet in and been like, this is who I am. This is what I do. This is how I can be a part of this community by continuing to use creativity in my daily life and continuing Mm -hmm. to write. And, um, and I know that if I stopped, it wouldn't feel like that's the, that's the shared interest in a lot of those threads. Of course there's personal connections made throughout that, but to feel like you can show up in that greater community that's based on creativity, if you're not focusing somewhat, at least a teeny tiny part of your life on creativity, then um, I'm not saying I would be shunned from the creative community, but it would not feel like I was giving and the symbiosis that happens within, you know, within community and a group um, would be off kilter. So yeah, no, I just, I wasn't saying that you, you should have, like, it's interesting to me that as an artist, because you started off saying that as a person who does art individually, you know, as yep. a solo artist, and I'm sitting here like, I write solo, and that is a need that I have to reach out to that community. So it's yep. just a different, um, different people have different needs, exactly. regardless of if you work solo or not. Um, yeah. Yeah. Something interesting that has come up in your questions to me and also you describing your journey and your relationship with the writing and creative community is I'm stuck on language here, Pflege, caring of the care, the care and feeding of community, so to mm-hmm. speak of that. It takes work to, maintain community mm-hmm. um where the hell was i going with that i don't know i i also don't know um well and i mean to kind of riff off that like it takes it takes work and care to maintain any kind of relationship yeah. um yeah i don't know if that helps to push no. along where that was going now no, it's like <laughs> I, I'm also looking back. It's like I I I don't have a red thread from the beginning of this this recording. I am just lost in a drift here. Oh. Um, oh, no. I'm sorry. No, that's nothing to, to apologize for. Um, yeah. Do you have anything? No, I mean I could. I you know. Um. Yeah, I. I don't, I don't, do you have any questions as somebody who's not 
you know, actively involved in a creativity-specific community. I mean, no, I, I just, because we look at, it's obvious we're looking at community very differently. Or, it's, or not I differently, we use it a, differently. We have different needs of uh, it. Um, I've been probing you with questions. Do you have any? Do you have any for me? Because I'm kind of out of questions for you. I mean, looking back over everything I've said, I don't know what community is. I don't know what to look for in community. I don't know how to be a part of a community as community. So okay. I don't want to say I've just been full of bullshit for the last <laughs> half hour, but. It's how do I define something I don't feel a part of? And being a community is something that you are a part of. Yeah. But I, I mean, but at the same point, it does sound like you're a part of communities. Like you're, you're a part of various communities that you, people probably look to you as you are in our community. And, and they do, but I. You don't feel that in return? Feel. I don't feel that I belong ever. Oh, Toby. That's not like a bad thing for me. It's just that's yeah. when, again, moving to Switzerland, that feeling of being an outsider, being yeah. an alien, was so at the forefront that I just realized, like, oh, this isn't new. This is in yeah. some way normal for me. Yeah. So, I mean, I know theoretically that I am part of these communities, but I don't feel... That I belong wholly. Mm-hmm. And that's... I can rationalize me belonging there, but I can't feel belonging there. Right. Um, I, have, I have thoughts on this because there is a part of me that feels like in building that community for myself with blogging and Instagram, mm-hmm. that creative one, that is the first time that I felt a part of a real genuine community. I think part of that comes from, um, we moved around a lot when we grew up. We were never really a part of community per se in a larger sense. I don't think we were, I, I don't think we had practice with that growing up. Um, mm-hmm. We were homeschooled, um, and that's and we weren't a part of a homeschool community because there was no homeschool community at that point. Um, we flitted in and out of town sports, but never really. I know I never really felt part of a greater community in any of the towns that we were in. Yeah. Um, Hampton a little bit, but that was because we were there the longest. In college, I never felt a part of community. And I, you know, that idea of belonging, what do you think it would take to feel that sense of belonging for you? I, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. It's... I, I really don't know. Because that's... The feeling of belonging is an internal thing. Yeah. So it's, I don't know what, what I need to work on to be able to... F- to be able to feel like I belong somewhere. Mm. Mm. Yeah, because I know what what has helped me and to feel that is a sense of recognition of seeing something like a, a shared something to feel like oh 
we share this. I'm, I feel safe here. Like I, we share the desire to write while mothering young children. Like I feel like, yeah, that's something that I'm open to feeling belonging here. I know there's been times in my life when I've just not been open to it. When I look for ways that I don't belong versus ways that I do. And that's, you know, that's taken a lot of practice. You know, moving to a new town, like, oh, we feel like we don't belong, blah, 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 blah. Well, right away, we kind of went to our town library and tried to look for ways that we could, that we could, because having, having grown up without that sense of larger community necessarily, I do think it's important to instill that in my kids somehow. And, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of, kind of rambling a little bit, but yeah, I don't, yeah. Cause for me, it's always been a hard thing too, to have a sense of belonging. I know we, I mean, we grew up in, in a house where being an individual was, um, encouraged and having a lot of like being an individual and not needing help, um, and not needing support from other people was encouraged. Like we were encouraged to help other people, but not to Mm -hmm. rely on other people for anything. I wonder if that kind of plays into a little bit of this too, because it, I think in order to feel that sense of belonging, you have to be kind of vulnerable. You have to allow for other people to see you and to see maybe where you need help and to allow them to help you. I think that that's part of community too, is like not necessarily just being the one who provides help or support, but being able to take that help and support too. Mm -hmm. Um, That reciprocity, that's the word. Reciprocity. Reciprocity. Yeah, I don't know if anything I'm saying kind of resonates at all. No, it makes a lot of sense. It's that give and take of a group. It's mm-hmm. when someone's down, everyone else is there to pick them up. But that's, it has to go both ways. Yeah. Because if it's not always mutual, then it's not even. Right. And when we're, you know, when any group of people is uneven, it creates a hierarchy, and a hierarchy is not a part, or not necessarily a part of community. Maybe it is for some people. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and those are, you know, communities that aren't necessarily what we're talking about. Like, those are communities that are more like, that there's unfair there's leadership. A hierarchy, and perhaps hierarchy. It's an organization. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> an organization masked as community, which is a whole other thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, because, and I think that when you go into something as somebody who, who is innately helpful and has a mindset of, I'm here to help other people, I don't need help myself. That's a breeding ground for resentment in community too, Mm -hmm. right? That's a breeding ground of like, well, I'm helping everybody. I'm doing all this stuff. Why am I not being helped in return? And if you're not asking for what you need, or if you don't know what you need, yeah, um, 
there's people can't necessarily help you out um, and be there to pick you up if they don't know that you're down. Um, Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Really. That's been the biggest benefit of having that. Um, And, and it's not all through social media. I mean, I used blogging and Instagram to find community. Some of it was local and in person at times when we could be. And, but that's been the biggest thing is support and that back and forth and sharing stories of struggles so that you can, you know, you're not alone in whatever pursuit you're looking for. I think that's been the biggest benefit of just knowing I'm not alone, knowing I'm not the only one who's trying to pour my heart out onto the page when it's really hard to do. Um, that's definitely helped me not give up in that pursuit. You look like you're thinking really hard. I am. I, like, I had, there was a question that's like, ah, uh, you know, I, I'm, Honestly, I'm feeling like we should stop and start over at some point. Oh. Just, yeah. Because, like, the last 10 minutes of you talking was great. <laughs> but I think we only got there because. Yeah. We were, I think I'm, it's important. I mean, if you're okay sharing what we've, what we've talked about, yeah. I think it's interesting and important. And to hear you not necessarily feel completely confident in something is important. Yeah. That's being vulnerable. That's being putting yourself out there in our community in a way that yeah, it's I know I've um, done. Yeah, but it's uh, this is also just to double check. Was there was my rambling at the beginning alienating at all? Um, no, I don't think so. I think you okay. were talking about your experience. And it wasn't alienating. I think it's. Okay. I think it points to the fact that, um, you, you have different needs, or maybe, I mean, this is my like big sister who thinks she knows everything thing. Like, maybe, maybe you could be a little more open to, to, to creativity. And this, the last time. All right, so the last time you were in community with a bunch of other creatives was college, right? Mm-hmm. And yes. that might have left a, left an impact on you that maybe maybe you don't want to go back and do that have that kind of community experience again. It could be. And yeah. so maybe like you know, I I hear what you're saying about getting your community in different places, but I personally think there's something really special about being in community with, with others who are, who are working on the same kind of stuff that you are, um, just to kind of like water cooler talk, like, man, it's, doesn't it suck when your characters like just have a mind of their own? Like NaNoWriteMo, for example, is a great community builder because you can talk about, you have this shared interest and, um, I wonder what it would be like for you if you, if you were just like in a room shooting the shit with a bunch of other printmakers, like, I wonder what that would be like. (laughs) And, and the biggest thing is like, it takes work to find that kind of community and you moved across an ocean. Yeah. You're learning different languages 
you're finding your footing, like it's not a terrible thing that you haven't necessarily found your community yet. Um, But I wonder if, as you settle, if that's a need you might consider having or, you know, that's all. No, you weren't alienating. You're talking about your experience. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. But it's also when you're talking about that and thinking about some of I've mentioned it before that there there is a print room like a ten minute walk from my house. Yeah. That when I first started my artistic practice here in Switzerland, I went there not really knowing the language, not mm-hmm. um, that I didn't feel an easy entry point there. Yeah. Or there is there's like there's a society of Swiss woodcut makers. And I was like, okay, interesting. This could be interesting. I could reach out. And then when it says, like, oh, if you want to be a group, you have to be introduced by one of our members. You have to Mm. already be a part of this. And realizing that I'm really sensitive to exclusion. Yeah. It's like, if I don't feel welcome, I leave very quickly. Yeah. And that's... That's that's just kind of interesting to to kind of piece that together with what you're saying and again, what old wounds do I have there? Yeah, absolutely. About not feeling included. Yeah. But also bringing up the importance of having a welcoming community and kind of that I don't want to say that community outreach. That sounds that that that's a different term. That's yeah. something different. <laughs> yeah. But that to make sure that that closed circle of community is reaching outwards and making sure that people aren't bouncing off of the outside of that circle. Yeah. I, you know, I wonder too, so much of community building is, um, is done online. Mm-hmm. Finding those connections a lot of times in this current day and age starts online. Um, and so I would be curious if, if you could find even one or two people via social media in your local area, mm. there are yep. ways to do it that could be an entry point that feels a little a little more connected, a little more welcoming. Yeah. Um, and and again, because I think if you look at these organizations, like you're looking at organizations of printmakers yeah. um, and woodcutters, I'm not a part of any specific writer's organization yeah this and so to look at community too as you know a group of people and maybe maybe they don't have a name maybe they don't have a a label to it i wonder if you could just find a couple people to connect with locally through social media because otherwise it is these big names otherwise it's these exclusive groups um where people themselves, I don't think are exclusionary. Like if you start one-on-one and then it builds, yeah, that's also building a community, which again, if you don't think you need it and it doesn't need to serve you, that's okay too. Um, but, but yeah, I would be curious to see what it would look like if you did have other people specifically, um, in your wheelhouse, you're yeah. working on the same things as you are in, in some ways, not as competition or not as collaborators, no. just as 
you know. somebody to sit down and have a coffee with and is like, yeah. so do you swear at your brushes too? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, in a larger sense. Yeah. I don't know. But it is, I mean, I do, there's a lot of, you know, we were talking before we started um, recording, um, my friend Mindy Sonis Choi, she she's the founder of the Be Seen Project. Um, in other iterations, she had the Wish Studio. Um, oh, what was that project, that acronym? The Be Seen Project. Oh, the Be Seen, not B C N. Sorry, no, B, like B E space S E E N. Got it. And I'm looking at her her latest zine, and it says practice radical belonging, and what that means. Um, and it says radical belonging looks like ancestry versus assimilation, advocacy versus allyship, collective care versus individualism, visibility versus erasure initiative versus industry, relational versus transactional, impact versus intention, mutuality versus saviorism, sustainability versus scarcity, process versus product, and learning versus success. Mm-hmm. I love all of those. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are all really good points. And she's, actually, for, before I even go into it, that relational versus transactional and from the very beginning, when we talked about social media and this podcast, mm-hmm. I've looked at it as relational. You've looked at it as more transactional, you know, putting your art out there for, um, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's just, it's a shift in mindset and that shift can, can make a huge difference. But what I know Mindy has been working a lot on and talking a lot about is, Kind of what you're talking about, that exclusionary aspect to community. And mm-hmm. um, especially she's kind of digging into when you have to pay to be a part of community, yeah. which does not feel good. It does not feel welcoming. Um, and quite honestly, when you have to know somebody to be a part of something, that's currency yeah. too. You're paying yeah. for it with your relationship status. Um, and that's not necessarily a place that feels welcoming and so i do understand what you're talking about in that sense and i think there as a society you know hopefully we're starting to probe at these things a little more to you know not be in community just with people who look like us or who think like us and um and still have a shared interest um you can do that it again it takes some shifting and thinking but yeah thinking about being part of those bigger organizations that and i mean i'm sure the woodcutters of switzerland are not huge it's not a huge organization um but still it sounds it sounds kind of intimidating (laughs) yeah it's looking at again because it's like okay well where am i what am i interested in what Mm. are i mean I, not to say goals as like business goals, but it's like, where do I want to go? What are, where am I right now? Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, who would I share these experiences with? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to find my peers. Because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I can find a woodcutter, but are they, you know, a, 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 I don't want to say a late career, but an established career artist. Okay, that wouldn't feel like a peer. Mm. But is it someone also just trying out, you know, lino cuts for the first time? It's like, I would love to chat with them. 
but would they all feel like a peer at that point? So it's really looking for that peer group, that community. It's, yeah. It's an interesting challenge to find people on the same, I don't want to say same level, but sharing the same experience as I am right now. Yeah. But I wonder too if, you know, in my mind, creativity or not creativity, community looks like people at, like what you're, it sounds like what you're looking for is a very specific group of people. Whereas, like, I, well, I, yeah, yeah, I know you yeah, just kind of yeah. shrugged. But what, yeah, what I would wonder if, you know, looking at it as that skill set, as like you want somebody, at the same skill set and level that you are at the people who are who are more established were where you are exactly and so like why couldn't they be a peer why couldn't they yeah. you know they they have a like community in my mind is made up of people at all different points because you can learn from people at all different points yeah. and i understand wanting to to be with people who are at the same, who are doing the same things, which is what I just said. You should look for people who are doing the same things, right? Yep. But um, but maybe those people can introduce you to other people. And so I think yeah. like it's it's hard to start looking for community with with a very limited goal. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't know if that makes any sense. No, it does. It's just really highlighting how much I don't know how to community. It's such a slippery concept for me. Yeah. Yeah. I w I'm it's, sure you're not alone in that. I really, no. you're not alone in that. And where it's, because it does take that, it takes work. And I just, I don't necessarily have that drive to. Yeah. When I bump up against something, I was like, okay, well, I, I can go do something else. I, yeah. I, I don't need, um, air quotes here, for our viewers, or no, for our listeners who are not viewers, therein <laughs> lies the problem with air quotes, where, oh man, I distracted myself with my own joke. <laughs> are you sure it wasn't the hands? You distracted yourself by your own oh, shiny object. hands moving around. <laughs> uh, yeah. Where I, oh man, what was I, what was I saying? Um, how, how you don't know how to community. Yeah. And when you rub up against something that might take a little more energy, you go on to something different. Yeah. Uh, something easier is like where I don't necessarily feel that drive. Yeah. Or where it's, I do feel comfortable with myself. Yeah. I do feel comfortable being alone. But how much, I always have to ask myself, how much of that is just me telling myself that? Right, right. It's the, would this be good? Well, I don't know because I've never experienced it in a positive and sustainable fashion. Right, right. So do I, yeah. yeah. How do I know that it's not, that it's worth it or not worth it to put in that extra effort? Right. Of creating or reaching out or, Yeah opening to that yeah it is it is interesting how the stories the stories we tell ourselves about ourselves yeah. and about community about these concepts um from a very young age and what it, stories have been told to us about yeah. things from a very young age how that informs and um sets off kind of red flags as adults like oh that yeah. reminds me of 
organized religion. I want no part of that. That reminds me of, you know, maybe I might have to get really vulnerable with these people that I don't know very well before I'm ready. And I don't want to do that. That doesn't feel safe to me, you know, instead of looking at ways where we don't belong or where we don't fit in instead of, um, maybe I could belong here. Yeah. You know, that idea of kind of flipping the switch, like what would it look like if I went into spaces and felt like, yeah, I, I could belong here. Um, I have every right to belong here, um, mm-hmm. with everybody else, but not bringing a sense of entitlement anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have other thoughts? Not really. <laughs> I'm, I am, as for the last, last 53 minutes or so, I'm kind of at a loss. Um, I mean, not in a bad way, yeah. but it's just the, it's such a loaded and at the same time foreign concept. Mm. Or it's like, I, I have I have a very lopsided experience of community mm-hmm. in that I can't really talk about the importance of it if I haven't felt a positive interaction of it. Or not yeah. even not even that it's been a negative interaction of community, but without that active feeling of community, without that feeling of belonging. Mm-hmm. It's uh, makes it hard to jump off, and I think that's where, where I started started off. That's uh, what were you like? Interesting. When you were thinking, of, well, you said you had a conversation with Adrian about about this beforehand, um, but yeah, were you feeling kind of the same way when you were thinking about coming to this episode, or were you? Because I, it didn't seem that way when we talked before hitting hitting record that you would be at a loss in certain ways or were you- No, it's even that conversation it wasn't so concrete. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh yeah, we, we were talking about it and kind of the, had some ideas bouncing around, but I think even looking at that it's what's I don't remember what about that our conversation, how that would relate to community yeah we started off that way but it's really about more the mechanics of support right of how someone or a group would support or how do you feel validated with with a group or with with um like exhibiting work which is it's really not about community no, it's, that's again that transactional, or, or not even that. That's about sharing work or getting out or feeling like or measuring your own success. What is success? How do you feel like is my work accomplishing something? Right, and so in that sense, you're looking. It sounds like you're kind of looking for belonging by way of success of your work. In a way, but it's like yeah. as an artist, don't you want your work to be shared? Yeah, but that's not part of community. Community doesn't have to do with a specific art necessarily. Well, no, but it's what about that sharing? Yeah, but it, but in community too, it, you're not necessarily sharing your art. You're sharing yourself. Yeah. 
like what you're going through, what you're like, it's not a, I'm, I'm not, I don't look at community as, um, just people to share my writing with. No, no. Or my books. I'm, I'm not looking at it of just someone to share that with, but don't you feel a sense of community with your readers and your audience? With with my audience, because we're sharing our experiences, we're not sharing mm-hmm. our products. And I wasn't going even into the product. But if you're sharing your, in my mind still, if you, like, are you talking about sharing your prints? Are you talking about sharing your process? Like, like what exactly? It's like sharing that art. It's like, this is my vision. And it's like... I have this relationship with what I've put out and right. other people are also experiencing that. So it's not about whether they buy it. I, I don't care. I mean, no, yeah, money's no, nice, no. whatever. But that's, I think, I think again, we're talking about different things because yeah. you're and, focused on sharing community yeah. around your specific art. And yeah. I'm talking and, about community by sharing my experiences yeah. as a writer, as a creative person, not yeah. necessarily based on any output. Yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry if it felt like I'm probing you too much. And no, it's not about being probed. It's... I am open to that. That's, that is interesting, and I've learned a lot through that. I'm just wondering how much of this is listenable. I think it is because again, I think, I think community is a really tricky topic. I think it's Mm -hmm. a sticky topic for a lot of people. And, you know, I don't think we even got into probably half of what it is, but you know, in order to, it's a good example of how maybe if, if you're not clear on, like, if you're not clear on Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, if you're not, if you're not feeling it, you can't really talk about it. Like if you're not, mm-hmm. if it's not something that is important to you, if it's something that brings up a lot of issues or a lot of sore spots, um, it's really hard to, to have a discussion about that um, yeah. openly and. Um, or even to know where to begin, you know, I, I have had positive experiences with creative community specifically, yeah. not necessarily larger communities or just communities based on homeschooling or based on motherhood or based on anything else. Those have all been really hard. Um, so if I hadn't had a positive experience, I probably wouldn't have been able to talk about the importance of it yeah. as someone who has had lots of periods of life without that, you know? So I don't know. I'm open to sharing any and all of this only if you are. I mean, if we want to not dive into this and not share this, I mean, you've got a hell of a lot of editing to do regardless um, (laughs) to find a stopping point if you want to. Um, I, you know, I don't think it would be fruitful to come back to, the mm-hmm. idea of community and have a whole other topic because it wouldn't be authentic if if you're or, riffing on the importance of it if you don't feel no, it. No. So And that's you know That's why I that do think be, there's value in this. Yeah. 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 
No, it's I, I, the um, if we were to come back to it, it would be more the realizing that the I don't have mm. or, or riffing off. Well, I've really discovered my uncertainty about community and my un my uncomfort, my dis. Your discomfort with is it. it. Dis- yeah, it was like is it is it a discomfort? Yeah, yeah, it's a, a discomfort. It is a thorny area for me. Yeah. I think um, if we were to come back at it, you'd be probed even more. Why is it a discomfort? Why is yeah. it a... And so if you wanted to do that, we could. Um, it's, that's up to you. Because yeah, for me, I, it's just looking at the... From the editing and listening standpoint... Mm-hmm. The interesting point of this came in like 30, 35 minutes in. That's funny because I thought it was much earlier because I found what you were saying was really interesting. And that discovery of how you got there because you started talking about community and then realizing that you weren't, that was interesting. Okay. That's a progression that, um, you know, I think it's interesting to see where people get to where they are. And, or how, how people come to certain realizations. Yeah. I do think that that's kind of fascinating, yeah. but I'm not the one who went through that in that conversation. And so it's up to you if you yeah. want to share that or not. No, I'm, it's interesting because it's, I don't think I said anything untrue at the beginning or right. th- throughout this whole podcast. Is this me being open? I just don't want to come off sounding like a dick. I think <laughs> it, that's. I I don't think that you did. I think. I think the only part I think you sounded like a dick was why you were sharing social media or why you were sharing that yeah. that thing, and then we quickly went into. But that's not really what you like. It's just a different need, and I don't think you sounded like a dick. Probably most people wouldn't, unless people use social media, um, use it to connect with. Because I do feel like at some points, it's hard to convey that you might be missing the point of social media in some respects. Because you don't use it in a way that is as fulfilling as... Correct. You know, that that more like, here's my artwork, what do you think? Um, kind of, like, that's yeah, one thing, and you're looking for a certain thing that you might not be able to get in return um, because it's just, it's, it's different. Yeah. Or it's, I'm not looking to social media for community. Right. So, of course, I'm not going to find it there. Right. I'm not looking for it. Right, exactly, exactly. And I... You know, that's not a bad thing, but um, no, you don't sound like a dick. You just sound like somebody who's been hurt before. And, yeah. Yeah. And, and again, I think there's, there's valid reasons for that. And um, I do think some of it stems from the way that we grew up. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I, no, you didn't sound like a dick. Okay. Yeah. 
it's just, it's, it's interesting to look at it as, because that's what I, I just was trying, like, we have a podcast about creativity and I thought we were going to talk about creative, creative community. Yeah. And from the get go, you were like, no, I don't have creative community. And, it, it, but at the same point, you're like, when I said, so you're not look. your community is not focused on your art. And you're like, well, that's kind of a biased way to look at it. Like the, the point is like, we're, we're having a conversation about creative community and you don't feel like you have one. So yeah. you were trying to find a way to talk about community in another sense. And I was yeah. trying to bring it back to creative community. And that's where like, there's some push and pull there, which I think is okay. Um, yes. So where does a podcast about commute or it's not a podcast about community. It's a podcast about creativity. Did we hit on that? Or is this an interesting subject from a human perspective and not so much from our creativity perspective? Well, I think there's probably a lot of creative people who are in your shoes, yeah. Toby. And I know, yep. I know specifically some writers who are like, Oh, there's, you know, I've seen posts from people who are like, where's my, where's my community with writing? Like, where are the other mothers who write? And it's like, you just have to look for them. They're mm -hmm. there. Um, and so I think that that conversation about, you know, there are ways to do it that might feel safe. Like, I, I think that that's, it's not just like human aspect, creative aspect. Like, yeah. I think we did get into aspects that other creative people who might be having trouble finding community or resistant against yeah. community might, if they keep listening, you know, through the whole episode, there's stuff there to take into, you know, I'm not saying that I'm brilliant, but like there's stuff there to take into consideration yeah. and to maybe look at why is it uncomfortable? Like, I, I think that, I think that it serves a purpose. Okay, cool. Because some people are probably like, I don't need creative community. I can do it all by myself. And you can. No. It just, you know. It's a different journey. It's a different it's a journey. It's a different journey. And, um, and, and that's kind of on yourself. Like if, because there are other people to connect with. It just yeah. might take a lot of trial and error and looking for them. Um, but it's worth it. And that was kind of my point. Like, it can be worth it. I don't know. Yeah. Do you want to listen and see how you feel about it after you yeah, listen to it and see what you can do and then kind of decide yeah, I will. where to go from there? Yeah, I mean, I will... Because from an editing standpoint, it's regardless that pause is getting edited out. Um, it's the conversation, and then the conversation about the conversation mm -hmm. kind of belong together. Okay. If that if that makes sense. Yeah, or, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think it's interesting. I think, you know, I'm a little uncomfortable with me looking at you and you looking kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, I'm, 
I don't, I don't find joy in making other people uncomfortable. So no, if my questions were probing a little too much, I'm like, oh, are you okay? No, no, this, <laughs> this is, you are a trusted partner. Thank you. To go back to different levels. So this is, this is welcome and appreciated. Okay. Even, again, it's, sometimes you have to sit with being uncomfortable. That's, growth happens that way. Yeah. It's, tr- <laughs> this is the communicator in me. Of the, how do we, is this conversation we have had, is that honoring what's happening or the ideas we want to get across in the best way? Mm. And it's just that question of, it's like, these are, this was a really cool conversation. These are really powerful ideas. Can, can those be conveyed in a better or different way? And I would, I would beg to say that the whole reason why we have these podcasts is because we thought our conversations struck on some really interesting, meandering, thought-provoking kind of things and brought up some, and always bring up some kind of nuggets of truth. Um, and, you know, we've, that's the whole reason. And by having them itself, they're authentic and we're not trying to polish up any of these conversations that we have to the point of like, could we have said it better? We probably could have said a lot of things better in just about every episode. <laughs> you know, I think, I think the rawness of, of our conversations is kind of why we have our, our small community of listeners who enjoy, who enjoy our conversations. That's my two cents. Thank you for listening in to our thoughts and conversations. Now, we'd love to hear from you. We're putting together a listener's questions episode, and we'd love for you to share your questions about creativity and our individual practices. We'd also love to hear about your stories, both the victories and the struggles with your own creative process. Send it over to our email address, info at inkfromtheembers.com, or DM us on Instagram, Ink From The Embers, with all the spaces being underscores. We look forward to bringing your voices into the podcast. Feel free to subscribe with your preferred podcast platform. You can connect with us using Instagram and Twitter, and find out more information on us at our website. All links are shared in the show notes. All content, including music, audio, and rambling, is created by us, Corinne and Toby at ink from the embers.